Soaking Beans, a Cost-Effectiveness Analysis. By Nick Lang. TLDR. On early stage analysis, persuading people to soak their beans before cooking could cost-effectively save sub-Saharan Africans a significant amount of money, and modestly reduce carbon emissions. Great Uncertainty. Heading. Introduction. Across East Africa, hundreds of millions of people cook and eat beans multiple times every week. In Uganda where I live, beans make up an estimated 25% of the average Ugandan's calorie intake and 40% of their daily protein intake. Unfortunately cooking beans takes an absurd amount of time, usually 2 to 3 hours using charcoal or wood. The great news is that just soaking beans in water for 6 to 12 hours reduces cooking time by between 20% and 50%, and has no negative effect on bean taste or nutrients. When we tested soaking versus not soaking, cooking time reduced by half. Despite the obvious benefits of massively reduced cooking time using less fuel, very few people in Uganda soak their beans, nobody I know at least. I estimate under 0.5% of Ugandan families soak beans, but likely far less. I couldn't find any data on bean soaking habits in Uganda or sub-Saharan Africa in general, but I have heard anecdotally that it is common in some countries, perhaps Zimbabwe. Insider knowledge appreciated. Considering Uganda alone, Ugandans eat an estimated 10 to 20 kilograms of beans per capita every year. Changing the behavior of even a small percentage of Ugandans by convincing them to soak their beans has potential benefits of reduced fuel burned, bringing about a range of environmental, economic and health impacts. Soaking beans could be important due to the potential environmental, economic and health benefits gained through reduced cooking time. It is neglected as no organizations we know of are working on mass media or other interventions to persuade people to soak beans. It may be tractable as people can immediately experience financial benefit from soaking beans through reduced expenditure on charcoal and time-gathering firewood. Heading. Potential impact calculations. Subheading. Assumptions. Uptake. For simplicity, we assume that it may be possible to convince 1% of Ugandans to change their behavior and soak beans. This is a guess at what could be the outcome of a moderately successful campaign. Fuel time saving, we estimate a 25% time and fuel saving from soaking beans, ref. Time horizons, if someone starts soaking their beans, once benefits are clear and the change is locked in, it seems likely that they and their family will continue to soak for a long time, possibly even indefinitely. On the other hand, Uganda could electrify faster than expected making much of this analysis obsolete, unlikely, or Ugandans could start eating something other than beans, also unlikely. To be conservative, we have capped our analysis at five years of benefit from the campaign. Counterfactual. For the purposes of this analysis, we assume that all of the 1% of Ugandans who will change behavior to soak beans is due to our intervention. This is somewhat reasonable as there are no current efforts promoting bean soaking, and it is very unlikely people will change their behavior without a specific promotion campaign. Heading. CO2 emissions prevented through soaking. Environmental impact could come through two avenues, CO2 equivalent emissions prevented, and deforestation prevented. Although benefits of preventing deforestation could potentially be large, it is difficult to calculate so here we only calculate the potential CO2 emissions prevented, first through reducing charcoal use, then through reducing wood fire user. Heading. Charcoal. CO2 equivalent saved by bin soaking. About 1 in 3 Ugandans use charcoal for cooking. 
we estimate the Uganda-wide amount of charcoal used for cooking beans through two different methods, then use the average of these estimates for our final calculation. Charcoal quantity used to cook beans. Method 1. Start from charcoal consumption directly. A 2015 Ugandan study estimated that 5,000 tons or charcoal are used in Uganda for cooking every day. If we assume that 20% of these are used for bean cooking, conservative given that beans may make up 25% of Uganda's calorie intake but take longer than other foods to cook, then we estimate that 1,000 tons of charcoal are used daily for bean cooking. Method 2. Start from bean use. We estimate dry bean consumption of 15 kilograms per person per year. Through two sources, practical and theoretical, we estimate that about 1 kilogram of charcoal is needed to cook 1 kilogram of beans, footnotes. That means if there are 50 million Ugandans, one-third of whom are cooking with charcoal, this will account for a yearly consumption of 15 multiplied by the 1st of March multiplied by 50 000, 000, 000 equals 250 million kilograms of charcoal a year. Converted into tons per day, this is 250 million a 365 days, 1000 kilogram equals 684 tons of charcoal used daily for bean cooking. We take the average of these two estimates, which are encouragingly not so different. 843 tons of charcoal used daily in Uganda for bean cooking. If we assume 1% population adoption of bean soaking, and a soaking benefit of 25% less charcoal use then. 0.01 multiplied by 0.25 multiplied by 843 is equal to 2.11 tons of charcoal burning prevented daily by soaking. We estimate CO2 emissions, about 80% of charcoal emissions arise from very inefficient charcoal production at 12.5 kilograms released for every kilo of charcoal burned. Equal CO2 equivalent emission saving of 2.11 multiplied by 12.5 is equal to 26.4 tons daily, or 9,627 tons over one year, or 48,134 tons of CO2 emissions reduced over five years. Heading. Would CO2 equivalent save by bin soaking? We estimate dry bean consumption of 15 kilograms per person per year. Around two-thirds of Ugandans use wood for cooking. There is enormous variation in quantities of wood used, but we have conservatively estimated 1.5 kilograms of firewood used to cook 1 kilogram of beans, which means if there are 50 million Ugandans, two-thirds of whom are cooking with firewood, this is a yearly consumption of 15 multiplied by the 2nd of March multiplied by 50 million multiplied by 1.5 is equal to 750 million kilogram of firewood used per year for bean cooking. If we assume 1% of the population adopt bean soaking, and a soaking benefit of 25% less firewood used, then 0.01 multiplied by 0.25 multiplied by 750 million, 1000 equals 1875 tons of wood burning saved per year wood burning emissions. Firewood produces about 25% of the CO2 equivalent emissions of charcoal, about 3 kg CO2 equivalent for every 1 kg burned. So over a 5-year period, 1875 multiplied by 3 multiplied by 5 is equal to 28,125 tons of CO2 equivalent emissions reduction over 5 years. So total estimated emissions prevention from 1% uptake of bin soaking in Uganda equals 28,125, firewood, plus 48,134, charcoal, 
equals 76,249 tons of CO2 equivalent reduced. Heading. Money saved by soaking beans. The second potential benefit is money saved through purchasing less fuel. As nearly all firewood is cut locally and not bought, we have not considered firewood here. Nearly all charcoal on the other hand is bought, so we assumed for analysis all was bought. Some people buy charcoal by the sack which is around 1,000 shillings per kilogram, but most buy charcoal in small quantities, which is far more expensive at around 2,000 shillings per kilogram. For our estimate we have split the difference and used 1,500 shillings per kilogram. Using the previous estimate of 2.1 tons of charcoal saved daily. 2,100 kilograms x 365 days x. 1,500 Ugandan shillings equals 1,149,750,000 shillings saved yearly. Equals 5,759,750,000 shillings saved over 5 years equals. About 1.5 million US dollars saved by Ugandans on charcoal burning. Heading. Other potential benefits not calculated. 1. Health. We have not calculated potential health benefits or reduction in cooking time due to unclear benefits. Although in theory soaking beans could significantly reduce respiratory diseases through less smoke exposure, a 2020 GiveWell assessment of the medical benefit of clean cook stoves showed no clear evidence of health benefits through use of cooking stoves, similar to other systematic reviews. As a doctor this seems insane not to calculate the benefits of having significantly less smoke in your lungs every day, but we'll leave it there for now. 2. Time saved. Although soaking beans would save Ugandans an absurd amount of aggregate time, the concrete benefits aren't clear, especially in rural areas where time isn't really a limiting factor to productivity. In urban areas there are sure to be productivity and income benefits through time saved by soaking beans, but these benefits are difficult to calculate. 3. Deforestation prevented. Deforestation and biodiversity loss from burning charcoal and wood are huge, but this potential benefit wasn't estimated here due to lack of clear data, but I'm open to ideas as this could be important. Heading. Tractability. Behavior change is always difficult and the non-soaking of beans is an ingrained norm in Uganda, but there are reasons to think change might be possible. Heading. Why bean soaking ma be tractable? 1. Many people don't know soaking beans speeds up cooking. For some people, the new knowledge alone might be enough to change behavior. Most behavior change is attempted on behavior people already know about but don't do, which is harder. 2. Financial incentive. There is a clear and immediate financial incentive to soak with less money spent on charcoal. 3. Bean soaking may be common in other countries, low certainty. I have heard anecdotes that in some countries, potentially Zimbabwe and South Africa, bean soaking is more common. This might be a sign that soaking is a realistic behavior. 4. Lack of obvious cultural objections. Although obviously the current culture is to not soak beans, I don't think there will be strong cultural barriers to bean soaking. 5. Institutions may have strong incentives. Institutions use an estimated 19% of Uganda's charcoal, and may have more incentive than individuals to change due to the huge potential cost savings for institutions. Institutions are also heavy bean consumers, as most institutions in Uganda cook beans almost daily. However other successful behavior change interventions examples may be more tractable than bean soaking. For example people already want their kids to be vaccinated, they are already convinced of the benefit but can easily forget. 
This makes vaccine text reminders very effective in changing behavior, probably more than could be expected in soaking beans. Heading. Why bean soaking might not be tractable. 1. Cooking norms are hard to change. When people are in the habit of cooking the same way they. 2. Misinformation. After a few very casual discussions, we have already identified potential beliefs which may hinder uptake, such as that soaking may reduce nutrients or worsen the taste of the beans. 3. Suspicion of intentions of external actors, all behavior change campaigns in Uganda, whether vaccination for COVID or family planning interventions are met with understandable skepticism. Heading. Overall cost-effectiveness estimate. So if 1% of Ugandans start soaking their beans, we conservatively estimate in 5 years. Here's a list of bullet points. $1.5 million saved by Ugandans. 76,249 tons of CO2 equivalent emissions reduced. Unquantified health, time and reduced deforestation benefits also possible. That's the end of that list. If a $300,000 promotion program had a 20% chance of convincing 1% of Ugandans to soak beans, it would be effectively expected value cost neutral over the five-year time horizon, or better if money is worth more to Ugandans than it is to us, with the environmental and other benefits a bonus. This might be optimistic, but seems reasonable. Another cost-neutral possibility is if a $300,000 program had a 10% chance of convincing 1% of Ugandans to soak bands and a 1% chance of convincing 10% of Ugandans to soak beans. If benefits exceeded our conservative assumptions of only a 1% behavior change and a 5-year time horizon, there is a small chance of much larger benefits. There is even a tiny less than 0.1% chance of a bin-soaking movement which spread across East Africa and would have enormous impact. With great uncertainty, a concerted effort to increase bin-soaking in Uganda could be cost-effective. Heading. How to help 1% or more of Ugandans soak their beans. Perhaps the most obvious route to behavior change here would be through mass media campaigns similar to those used in childhood vaccination reminders or HIV safety education. Village health workers could also be deployed to move between homes. Women's savings and loans groups could also be a high-yield medium for sharing this information. There may well be many options too. Heading. Final musings. I was surprised that the potential financial benefit could be this high for soaking beans. On the other hand, potential CO2 emissions prevented was far lower than I expected. It's a pity I couldn't lump in other potential benefits like time in town and deforestation prevented as well. I haven't included error ranges, which are large, in this analysis because I am lazy and it's a preliminary assessment only. I would love to hear any criticisms, corrections of math or any other insights. There could well be large mistakes, even orders of magnitude. Thanks for reading this analysis of a slightly odd potential cause or intervention. Thanks to Harry and Meg for the idea and Tibwa for helping with the analysis and proofreading. These wonderful people aren't on the forum yet, but maybe they can be convinced soon, but behavior change is hard, winky face. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for the Effective Altruism Forum. It was first published on August 6, 2023. The original text contained eight footnotes which were omitted from the narration. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.